Good situational work today. We got some special teams. We actually shortened uh, what we planned to train um, a little bit, and but we got through some uh, some good situational work and really to cap off, I think, which was a what was a really really good week. Um, very competitive. Uh, it's always, as I mentioned all week, it's always good to go against another team. And um, now we'll try to get their legs back, you know, get them ready to go and get after it tomorrow night. So I'll take your question. Does the fact that Odell played during these practices have any impact on whether he'll play in the game tomorrow? Again, I've got a plan and it'll sort of get revealed tomorrow night. Pat, um, Wait, is it fair to, to say that the, the guys that were working on the side, Saquon included, they're not going to play in the game now? Yeah, we'll have to see. Um, yeah, I mean, you guys all can guess and surmise as to who's going to be in the game. Um, as we go along here, I'm just, I'm just not going to talk about it. You know, I have ideas and plans, and then certainly uh, the health of a player may affect that at some point. What, what, what do you think you're going to do, or I'm sure you know already, how you're going to handle your quarterback in this game? Uh, again, I'll, you guys will see when, you know, the ball gets snapped. Just going back a little bit, but when Odell came out and you were the OC at Philadelphia, what do you remember about that draft process? Did you interview him, and did you foresee what he would become? I did. I was at his pro day. At the time, I was in Philadelphia, and I traveled down there with uh, Chip, and we were able to. We 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 really thought highly of him, you know. And certainly, he was a player. We were hopeful he was going to be there when we picked, and you know, it didn't go that way. But now that I'm a giant, I'm glad it went their way. You know? <laughs> Pat, what do you leave these practices? I know you still have the game to play, but what do you leave these practices having learned about your team? I think every situation especially the uncontrolled situations. Aside from the tactics of football, you just see the way guys respond to adversity, see the way guys respond to um, playing in a different setting. And that's what I learned. And then if some, for some reason they don't respond as well as, as we would like, we, we, we address it with them and say, hey, listen, the next time this comes up, you should be thinking this. And so when you can do it against another team that you're not gonna play this season, um, unless we, you know, we meet in the playoffs, you know, then it's 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 a really good thing for the player, and so that's that's why I think this is this is valuable. Uh, um, I'm sure you haven't watched Hard Knocks, but uh, Carl, I don't. <laughs> Carl Nassib has offered some interesting financial advice to his uh, players uh, with the with the Masters and uh, simple interest stuff, huh? Simple interest stuff. Yeah, right. yeah. Do you ever? How much do you preach financial literacy and you know to your players? Or, Financial literature. <laughs> uh, no, you know what? I think times have changed. Um, you know, the agents do a really, really good job with that, and most of our players have advisors. You know, I think in the old days that was more of a concern. But, you know, we just tell our guys uh, basically to do the right thing on and off the field, and that means taking care of their money. And so, um, but I always remember the rule 7 and 10. 7% right? money doubles in 10 years. And, 10% money doubles in seven years. So that's the one thing I remember about graduate school, I guess. <laughs> Pat, uh, you know, Saquon obviously the injured guys were here the whole time. Is at least three wasted days for Saquon, or can he get something out of watching? No, no, not, not at all. I mean, it's a good question. It's, uh, but no, anything you see, uh, you can learn from. And, you know, this isn't the first time a guy tweaked a hamstring. And so, no, it's very important to watch. There was a lot of things that happened out there in the field today. We're going to go back and, you know, we're going to dig into it and make sure that we're ready for all the situations that we, you know, we were, we were really good with what we did today, but there's a couple errors in there that we need to fix. And um, 
I don't know if they've ever spoken about it in this setting, but there needs to be a shared situational awareness amongst our coaches and players so that when we have 10 seconds left and no timeouts, okay, these are the types of plays we're going to call. And if we're on the flip side of it, this is the type of situation and, you know, these are the types of plays the other team's going to call. And so that can help you at the end of a game. We saw him run a little bit. This is the first time out there we saw him, <laughs> him running. Him Saquon. Uh, how's he doing? Making progress in, in that regard? Yeah, he's, he's doing fine. We, we tweaked his hamstring and he's day-to-day -day and he's coming back as fast as he can. Do you expect Davis, do you expect Davis to be much better having, you know, not as a year layoff, maybe not at home, maybe not at home, that kind of thing? Better as compared to last week? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think young players tend to improve. Uh, it was his first game in our system, um, you know, playing, you know, playing really in a new system. And so, yeah, I, I certainly hope he's better. What's your philosophy on keeping two or three quarterbacks, generally speaking? Well, we want to keep the best 53 guys. Uh, I've been, you know, I'm. Dave teases me that I'm a body collector. You know, I, I like having lots of players around, and certainly I think. The quarterback position is important, and they're they're hard to develop. And so, if you've got a guy worthy of being on the 53, we'll keep him. If for some reason there's a other there's a, a player at another position that's more valuable at that time, then you keep two. But do you keep a general idea of who, where the 53 stands as you go through training camp? Like who might be on the right side, who's not, or is that something you don't decide till September 1st? Personnel, it's a it's a daily, it's a constant conversation um, and so we're always kind of in our mind thinking okay if we you know we ask the question frequently during training camp if we had to play tomorrow who are our guys okay and then but you put it in pencil and we're allowed to change our minds because guys either perform better or worse than we thought as they go through the preseason and then you know you pick it pick it based on that last one Pat, you had said last week coming off the game that as coaches you could do a better job of getting Davis to kind of talk Have you done that, and, and how do you do that? Well, as coaches, we try to do that. And, you know, the fact that he cares is a good thing. And so it's just like steering the ship. We just got to we just gotta guide him through. And, and part of that is helping him. Just reminding him, hey, listen, just, you know, just settle down. It's all good. How Nothing more complicated than that. How important is it to get him with the ones? Is that something you're going to try and do this week? We'll see. Like to do? We'll see. Um, you're backing into my thoughts game-wise. I appreciate <laughs> the question, but... We'll see.